You're listening to the Lecker Room Sports Media Podcast. Hello and welcome back to the second episode this week of the Lecca Room Sports Media Podcast. My name is Jacob. His name is Matt. And, well, we're back for the second time this week. First time uh, that's ever happened. Uh, Matt, um, before we get into it, we've got a lot to cover on this episode. Yes. In the world of really just K-State basketball this week. How are you doing, sir? It's it's almost Friday. It's almost the weekend. What about you, man? <laughs> that's that's never gonna not make my day. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm actually enjoying this. Uh, I had a long day at work. I have a little Kentucky Deluxe throwback to my college days with some Gross. Dr Pepper cream soda. It's not Gross. bad, but it definitely could be better. So Kentucky. it reminds me that I was a I was a cheap drinker back in the day, which every college kid was, but it's still very average. So at least did not change my opinion on it. At least it's not a Kentucky gentleman like uh, fake patties or sophomore year. <laughs> that yeah. stuff. I mean, Kentucky Deluxe is already gross enough, but God, Kentucky gentleman. And we, we, we went through that pretty quick too. <laughs> yeah, we love that stuff. So well, I mean, it, anything better than, well, I guess it doesn't really apply, but anything better than cheap alcohol is free alcohol and yeah well that might as well have been free <laughs> yeah pretty much um uh any shout outs of the podcast do you have we might go a little traditional this episode but also uh, we're going to work in a couple um news i don't want to say segments but new uh ways of portraying information i should say matt mm-hmm. any any shout outs this week I want to shout out to Taylor Martin for letting me sleep in his bed <laughs> for fake patties. So that was, that was awesome. Um, yeah, absolutely. Fake, we didn't, we didn't that even was talk about last, that on Tuesday. So that was, that was my fake patties. My last one, my officially last one. <laughs> um, yeah, it was a good time. Um, a lot of you had a good time, Jacob, as well. And you claim it's probably your last two and for good reason. Um, we just can't hang like we used to. And well, I, I will say it's not okay, can't hang like we used to. Sure, it's yeah. not, it's not that so much. It's more so that we just don't have anybody there anymore. Yeah, and we have yeah. if you know, we all get together, you know, we all have to drive up there and find lodging and whatever, but it's just not the same because it used to be you'd go out and you'd see all your friends and then it was just an adventure of who you're going to run into. But now it's just, you know, we were there, we were there for, you know, the whole weekend and it, you know, we saw just each other essentially and not saying I didn't have fun or didn't enjoy the bars out were fun. Johnny thought, in the morning was fun. I thought it was a great time in the morning, yeah. especially, but you know, as the day progressed, you know, longer a win is like, all right, well, things got a little blurry <laughs> <laughs> to say the least. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's just, you know, it's not like it's not fun anymore, but it's just not like it used to be. And I sound like an old person by saying that, but it's, I mean, the older you get, the, the more I understand that saying, I mean, nothing yeah. is truly how it used to be. And, no. and, and that's just, you know, the old Bill Snyder saying things are great because of the people. And quite frankly, and I'll, I'll add to your shout out, shout out Taylor Keniston for uh, um, also letting us stay at his house, him and Taylor, um, Martin. Put up with all the shit. Oh, they did. They did have to put yeah. up with a lot of shit this weekend. Yeah. Um, but but I think they appreciate us coming by and saying hi because they obviously they're still in school, but they don't. Ha- you know, a lot of their friends are gone are, too. Are, are gone too. So, um, shout out to you guys. And my second shout out of the podcast once again. Shout out to Russell Wilson for being a Denver Bronco. <laughs> I knew you were gonna do that. I knew. I knew Jacob's gonna shout at him out again. Absolutely. I, I like the one. One thing. Oh, oh, another shout out. Third shout out. Final shout out to the MLB for getting their deal done. Baseball yeah. starting. Baseball starting back up April 7th, I believe, is is opening day. So really, in all reality, we only had a week get canceled. So so we're going to the Royals Rockies game, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Should probably start planning that, eh? 
Yeah, we should. Um, uh, and the National League's got a DH, designated hitter. Well, yeah. Well, we'll we'll go into all the depth of the. Uh, uh, well, we'll we'll talk about that. We can talk about that next week, actually, um, uh, considering how much we have to go over today. <laughs> oh, you yeah. just give it away, why don't you? Yeah, I mean, I was seriously on Twitter all day because of that, dude. Shit. I. So I was about to tell you before we started, and I figured I'd let the listeners, you know, hop, uh, hear this as well. But I spent probably, so I, you know, I worked out tonight, got there at six o'clock, got back to my apartment at seven thirty, and I, I spent basically the entire time trying to formulate, really a, a genuine opinion, you know, thinking about what, you know, what the hell am I going to say on this podcast as far as this topic goes, and I just, yeah. I'm, I'm just, I have a bunch of mixed emotions because there was a lot of things I saw today that I liked. And there was a lot of things that I did not like today. Me too. Exactly. You nailed it. You nailed it. Um, specifically, um, the things I did not like, the things that Bruce said this morning on his, uh, some of the things that he said and is like, he's going away press conference, but also, okay. It, we'll get to it. We got a couple of clips I want to share with the listeners. Um, K-State season did end last night, 73 to 67. They end the season on a six game losing streak uh, in the first round to West Virginia in the big 12 tournament. Um, I guess, I guess. Oh, I will preface this whole episode by saying. Nothing we're going to say is a diss on Bruce Weber as far as his character, as far as his personality, as far as him being a great person, a great leader, a great coach. Everything, everything about that man is a, he's, he's a great guy. Um, Classic. Class act. um, Said things that, you know, were the right things to say um, as far as protecting his players, protecting his school, protecting himself even uh or not like protecting but like you get what i'm trying to say bruce i mean i mean i see i get where you're going to and i'm just going to say this before digging into it bruce weber dealt with a lot of shit he did absolutely a lot of shit absolutely yeah and uh so throughout the podcast we're going to play a couple clips um give our opinions we're gonna we're gonna play some things that he said after the game last night after his press conference this morning and quite frankly, we're just going to react to it and um, give our thoughts and 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 then basically just our, our final thoughts of the season. And that's that's basically how this episode's going to go. I don't think we really have that much else to talk about, but it's it's a lot that I have in my head that I want to. I just that, need, I just need to get out. <laughs> yeah, and I think a lot can. of probably, and I think a lot of K State like minded people are thinking the same thing. Absolutely, just the normal. I mean. We'll just we'll just dive into it. I'm, I'm excited because I have a lot of stuff too, and you do too. So okay, get to it. So hopefully, I'm hoping this uh, audio works. You can see my screen, right, Matt? Yep. Okay. Um, and if you need to make a comment, tell me when to stop the video. We can stop it. But this is um, Kellis Robinette. We follow him on Twitter. Um, the this is his article. The video is on his article. Um, this is Bruce's comments um, last night. You can find this video at uh, the Kellis Robinette's uh, Twitter page. All right, here we go. Chance that this was your final game at Kansas State. Is there anything you want to say or reflect on in your 10 years? Or you know, I, I'll, I'll be honest. I, I'm very, very proud of uh, my time here. Um, I, you know, it's funny. Some of you guys asked about the tradition and all the history, and, and I look out at the banner and uh, – it was a long, long time, and they hadn't won a. Okay, one thing I want to say right away is absolutely, we appreciate everything Bruce has done for the university as far as two Big Twelve championships, an Elite Eight run, um, plenty of a- excellent basketball players: Nigel Pack, Barry Brown, Dean Wade, Kamal Stokes, um, whom I met Wesley Awundu. I'm immensely proud of of all that that we got to experience. All right. Continue. Big 12 championship. And, uh, you know, we won in 13. I told the guys that the sad part, I, you know, and the funny part and sad part, uh, I didn't get much credit for that. And they all said it wasn't my guys. 
but I would tell you um, probably let's, the closest. Stop it. I have, I have, I'm going to say this. I'll defend Bruce right here. Frank Martin never won with his never won his championship with his players. So and Weber did. I'm just and Weber right. didn't get. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I so, will say that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that was a tight knit group, and he he said that, and that's just that's all I'm going to say about it. So let's go on. <laughs> um, yeah. It, it you you can make the case that it was Frank Martin's players, but Bruce. Obviously, it's very hard to keep a group together with a new coach. I mean, yeah, I, I experienced it. Of course, I never played higher than the high school level, but I experienced it plenty in baseball. We had five different head coaches. Yeah, but you guys went through like four. four you guys uh, had one. Fresh, that like... Freshman year, we had one. Uh, sophomore, we had two head coaches, and then so we had four head coaches in in the span of four year or four years of high school baseball. It's not easy no. to to change coaches like that all the time, and Credit, credit where credit is due. Bruce brought them together, and they w- won a championship in, a, in a, a still a very competitive Big 12 uh, conference, as it always has been. Yeah. Um, so, yes, credit where credit is due. Now, you, you can make the case that those are Frank's players, but you, you can also say, well, Bruce ended up winning a championship with his players, too. So, okay, move on. Yep. Screw of all my 40-some years of coaching is that group. Oh, by the way, is, is, is Nigel wearing a hat in this, in this video, or is that his hair? That's his headband, I'm pretty <laughs> sure. <laughs> but, like, I can't tell if it's, like, a stocking cap or, uh, anyway. From Thomas Gibson to shit. Also, he just looks very pissed off. <laughs> like the, the players love him. Well, I'm, say, I'm saying Nigel looks pissed off. Yeah, he looks really like upset because he like, know he knows it's coming hot you know, hot hot take honestly he will i think he'll be here next year but if if he will be here next year he or if he does leave he'll make the announcement that he's transferring within the next couple of weeks now i really don't think that he's going to transfer that was just a thought i had if he does end up transferring all right Jane to to nino to dj to rodney to all that group and i and some of them had a year some of them had two years but that group was really, really special. And, uh, you know, then, you know, then we did it with our guys. We won a Big 12. And, and I'm really proud of that. And, the, and obviously the Elite Eight, I'm proud of. Uh, the tournament bids, obviously, I wish I had more. And, and you know, I, everyone. Okay, yeah. Um, obviously, everybody wishes he had more. And, I w- and on top of that, we wish we had more first-round victories. So, uh, yeah. Once more. Uh, and we won titles. And we did it the right way. Uh, we did it with uh, our guys graduating. You know, part of my hair thing, guys, I'm on the NCA ethics committee. And on the meetings, I was told that they were going to take care of the people in the FBI stuff. So I <laughs> cough, told cough, somebody, KU. Go. <laughs> yeah, um, that is one thing I definitely appreciate about Bruce is he always did everything the right way. Um, one of his greatest accomplishments, great greatest accomplishments, was uh, obviously in the 2019 Big 12 um, run at the championship and the regular season title. Those guys had played together for years. Yeah, and they gelled and they were fantastic. To, to get them to stick around, to get them to stay at Kansas State, um, was definitely something that some schools have a lot of trouble doing. Which is, which is like, uh, you know. With the, with the NBA, the greatest players can you know they play in the NCA for one year and they leave. Um, obviously, Dean Wade's in the in the NBA. Um, I think Wessa Wundu Magruder I think is still there. But um, getting those players to stick around for multiple years and to to come together and and to really to coach themselves that's one of his greatest accomplishments was saying, you know, our, that that year that we won the Big Twelve, Barry. I mean. Bruce he had a said practice only. He had a player practice only. Yeah, player act- practice only. And that was one of the things. That's one of the things that makes teams great is is getting those players to come together and to coach themselves. Be be accountable to each other. You don't have to be accountable to your coach sometimes, but if, if you're accountable to each other, you are you're at the next step. You are already that much better of a team. If you're not accountable to each other, if you're not holding each other to a standard of excellence, you're not going to be successful. So I will say, Bruce did a really good job of that. Throw my hair until. Something happens. And also, uh, we never cheated, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Obviously, it's still growing. And that's the sad part of our business. 
Uh, Lon Kruger told me the other day, he goes, think about it, guys. All the guys in the FBI thing are in, except one, I think, are in the NCAA tournament. Who, so who is he talking about as far as, is this Big 12 or is this NCAA in general? It's or? like the NCAA general, but I think this is a big, I read on Twitter, this is a big like thing at KU because like within the late 80s and then with Bill Self, all that stuff going on. Um, nothing ever, nothing ever got handled, obviously, because he never cut his hair. So, right, actually, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, okay. All those are teams are going to be in the NCAA tournament. So, uh, that's I'm just proud of what I've done. Proud of these guys, love them. Proud of the guys I've coached. Uh, you know, after the the whole message after is about what what you are about as a person, your character. Uh, what you're going to be in the future, and that, that's the most important thing when it comes down to it. So um, the, game, the pain of the losses goes, but um, having character, having a spiritual belief, uh, those are the most important things in, in the long haul for, for all these guys. So it's, it's, I know we all want to win, and, and I, no one wants to win more than I do, but uh, uh, you know, at the same time, I want to be proud of them. Uh, just like I am all the other guys, all the guys that have come through K-State and graduated and our fathers and, and uh, husbands and, and doing things the right way. Okay, so, yeah, hands on that saying, you know, it, it's, it's, you know it's, it is basketball, it is a game, but, it, you know, the bigger picture is are these guys coming out of K-State as, as you know, men, you know, yeah. doing the right thing. Graduating, the, being the, better The dudes. big picture is obviously these guys are supposed to come out um, be good fathers, be good husbands, um, be, be good friends. And th- that's what, that's what basketball is all about. I mean, there's, there's a bigger picture there. And I think Bruce obviously does a great job portraying that to his players, to his, to his coaches, to, you know, the fans. Um, okay. So, okay. We'll just go ahead and jump into the next, this next video. I think it might be trying to play an ad on us. Here we go. Priority over the next couple days. This is, this is the uh, video this morning. Yeah, I watched it. It's a good one. Ah, uh, crap. Just mute that real quick. Okay. Skip. Next concern is helping our staff. Who has dedicated I think I may have started a little too early, but that's okay. State basketball. They have families that they have to take care of. I just want to play and like a little two-minute clip here. Goal and concern to help them hopefully get jobs. I apologize to them last night for not fighting for them three years ago after we went to the Elite Eight and won the Big 12 again to protect them with long-term deals. Hopefully, K-State will do the right thing and take care of them. That's a good point. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll be happy to see that uh, Shane Southwell comes back. And um, honestly, Chris Lowry is a decent coach too. Um, he did say, you know, there was one coach in that, that Big 12 championship team. I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but he is a head coach at a smaller Division One school. Um, I think like Southeast <clears throat> Southeast Missouri State. Yeah, I think it's like Brad Corn or his last name is Corn. Yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. Okay. For what they've done for the university. I truly love Case. It's right here is where I wanted to pick up. It was amazing to me when I arrived at K-State and I've told this many times how many coaches, ones that were fired, ones that left, told me I would love Kansas State and Manhattan. As I expressed last night after the game, I'm really proud of what we've done and accomplished here. And I still want K-State to be successful. Earlier in the season, one of the social media people asked how we can get more people in the stands. I would tell you and challenge you just like I do to myself and to our players. You might look in the mirror. There's no doubt winning helps. I know that everybody knows that. But the negativity that surrounds K-State sports at times is really, really sad to me. Okay. Um, I don't know if you have any thoughts right here. Um, the, let's see, let me go back a second. 
knows that do to myself and to our players. You might look in the mirror. Okay. Yes. Winning does matter. And mm -hmm. um, this, this is what didn't set well with me. Look in the mirror. What I'm a fan. Okay. Yeah. We're both fans. We don't, Obviously, we don't interact with Bruce Weber. We don't interact with a team. We're just fans, obviously. Yeah. We, have a, we have a podcast. We do this for fun. We also are entitled to an opinion because we're fans. And obviously, fans drive the game. Okay. Fans want to see a winning team. And when, when a lot of the games are coming down to the wire and we're not winning those games on – not high IQ inbounds plays, you know, not drawing up a good last second shot out of a timeout. That's what the fans are not happy about, especially the last three years. I think, I think especially after the last three years, um, I'm going to say we're not back again. We're not bashing Bruce. I think this definitely went more into effect the last three years because he just, mm -hmm. I quite frankly, he just, he just ran out of gas. Right. It's just a machine that's been going on E for the last three years. The, the product on the court got worse. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, whether you like it or not, this is a product. And if the product is not good, people are not going to come to the games. Yeah. Whether, whether you, you know, diehard fans, I mean, just look at, I don't know, look at any, look at the Lakers right now, Los Angeles Lakers having a terrible year. Their fans are, are pissed. Because <laughs> they, they have demand, some, they they have demand more. The they, have, yeah. they have the greatest, the greatest player arguably right now, even in, even in his late age as an NBA player, they demand more, obviously. And if the product's not good enough, the fans, the consumer, as a fan, we are going to be pissed. Mm -hmm. And when it happens, the first year it was, it was acceptable. We just, you know, we were fine. We just came off a championship. We had a lot of new guys, whatever. The next year was the – well, no, the COVID. first year was the co – well, let's see, 2019, 2020. So that year was pretty bad. They played basically that whole year. The next year was a COVID year, so I guess you get another excuse. But this was the year um, that they were supposed to at least finish in the middle of the pack, and that's what the fans Make expected. the NCAA tournament, yeah. At least, finish, at least make a 9-10 seed in the tournament. Yeah. And they had, they very well had the opportunity to do that. Yeah. And when you, when you go four and nine in games, four and 10 in games, less than six points, yeah. the, the consumer, the fan is going to be pissed off. I love yeah. case. I will say, I'll finish that statement by saying, I love Casey to death. We both mm -hmm. do obviously. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just, it's very tough to continually come back as a fan to watch a bad product. And that's to watch the that's, same thing happen to again. Watch the same thing over and over and over. Oh, it's deja vu to lose those last second games, to lose those, you know, games we very well could have won. The TCU game, OU early on, West, West Virginia early on, the KU game. That's four off the top yeah. of my head. I don't even have to think about it. I don't have any paper <laughs> in front of me. Yeah. And, um, and that's why people are, are, are begging for change because it's, it's, it's living, it, it's insanity. It's, it's, doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. Mm -hmm. um, go ahead. If you have anything to add to that. It's just the last, the last three years, I was going to say exactly what you said. It was just, and we're not bad. Again, we're not bashing. Our, I think our podcast has been pretty consistent. We, I think we so been, too. We haven't, mm -hmm. been, we haven't been bad Bruce um, bashers because we, we want obviously our coach to be successful and he was successful. Bruce, and he's in he's fantastic but the last three years just kind of like the how the bill snyder and era ended just ran out of gas just mm -hmm. it just ran out of gas and again we we obviously appreciate the success that we've had as he has as a coach okay and then there was one other thing that i, I couldn't find the clip for but he he did make a good point he named off uh long kruger Dana uh, Altman, Dana Altman, Bob Huggins, you know Frank Martin. Frank Martin. They never, those, won, they never couple, won ring. Right in the in the Big Twelve, yeah. and uh, he said, you know, three three of those guys are definitely Hall of Famers. And he goes, he basically gave a big middle finger to everybody. Said, I won two championships, which you is know, true. He's like, give me give me some more respect. I won two championships, which 
I will agree to a point. He deserves a little more respect. Okay, he does. Yeah. But the the way he said it, the way he said it was like a big f you to everybody saying what the hell, you know. I don't I don't think he deserves as much respect as he thinks he does, as far as but, his tenure at K State. But he does deserve more more respect. Yeah, and I will say. If you're in his shoes, though, you you uh, uh, day one when you came to K State, half of the fan base hated you. You never had a chance. No, no. So he well, probably that was probably more out of emotion. I'm trying to give him the benefit of the, the doubt because think about it. If, if let's say Bruce Weber retired right after the Big Twelve Championship year, his image would be way different than it is now. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Why I don't think he deserves the respect that he thinks he does. And I hate, you know, he, he obviously doesn't like being compared to Frank Martin. And a lot of fans are thinking, well, let's bring Frank Martin back. I'm not, I, I, I'm not, I am not on that. No, nope. no, not on that, not on that train. Um, and we'll talk about obviously the future here in a second. Um, this is why people really miss Frank Martin. In his, for, in his five years as head coach at Kansas State, 21 wins, 22 wins, 29 wins, 23 wins, 22 wins. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> His second year, they missed out on the NCAA tournament for, I don't know why, they went 22 and 12, missed the tournament. Yeah, they okay. still won 22 games. Um, his first year, NCAA round of 32, beat KU at home for the first time in however many years. 20 years. Um, his third year at K-State, very well, could have won, went to the Final Four, made it to the lead Eight, lost to Butler in the lead Eight. One of the greatest games ever against Xavier in the Sweet 16. Oh, yeah. And then, and then his final two years – um, he made it to the second round of the NCAA tournament. And obviously he never did win a big 12, uh, a big 12 championship, but these are his big 12 records, 10 and six, nine and seven, 11 and five, 10 and six, 10 and eight, all above 500 K state in reality should be doing that every year. Okay. This, this is Bruce Weber. He obviously, okay. Again, Won two Big 12 championships. Made it to the lead eight. Okay. This is his NCAA tournament resume. Only made it five times in 10 years. Frank made it four times in five years. Okay. First round, first win the Big 12, first round exit. Second year, uh, 20 wins and a first round exit. The next two years, miss out on the tournament, no postseason play at all. 2016, 2017, he won 21 games. Made it first round exit 2017, 2018. That was the elite eight year. We went 10 and eight in the, uh, in the big 12, my mistake on the last podcast or whenever we talked about it, he did go above 500 in the big 12, whatever 25 and 12. That was a very good team, a very fun team to watch. That was probably one of my favorite teams to watch in college, even more so than the big 12 championship team. Not going to lie. Um, so they made it to lead eight. Okay. Next year, they win the big 12 second, second time he's won the big 12 second, first round exit. The next three years, 11 and 21, 9 and 20, 14 and 17. How many times did he go above 500 in Big 12 play? One, two, three, four times. That's yeah. why – that's what that's what doesn't sit well with me. Yeah. And that's what doesn't sit well with a lot of K-State fans. Why? That's why that's why people are pissed off that he – and not – again, I will say it again, again, again. We liked Bruce. <laughs> Yeah, his character, his ability to coach, he wasn't a winner. Okay, he wasn't a winner. In ten years, he went above five hundred four times in the Big Twelve. Frank did that five times in five years. That's why. That's why people don't give him the respect that he thinks he deserves. Okay. Yeah. I know I've been talking a lot, Matt. Do you have anything else? I just think. Going looking back, and we can't look back in time, like me and you said, because I remember when talk when K State won the Big Twelve Championship, Bruce Weber said he there was rumors that he was going to stay for another year or retire after two. If he would, if I'm just saying, if he would have just retired a year or two or a year after his Big Twelve Championship, his second Big Twelve Championship run, his record would be way different than it actually was. The yeah. last, just take oh, away yeah. the last three years. Lost 20, 21 games and twenty games back to back years, and then seventeen this year. Yeah, and it, and it's crazy because it was there to be had. That's one of my one of the things that my old coaches, baseball coaches, say. It was there to be had. We were what fourteen and thirteen with 
what, uh, 14 and 12 with five games left. All we had to do was win three of them. Not even. Mm-hmm. We had to win it two It was theirs. It was theirs. That's all they had to do, and they probably would have been in the playing game in the NCAA tournament, but they couldn't get the job done. And I don't blame our players because the, there was a couple games in there where the last second shot was was poorly, poorly drawn out, poorly executed. Yeah. And, and they that just, was, that, that's the same for the last three years. And if you take away the last three years, Weber made it to the um, tournament five out of the seven years. And that would have set way better with K-State fans. Again, let's just be honest with ourselves. He just ran out of gas. That's it. And it didn't help that obviously we had to deal with the basically two COVID, COVID years. Yeah, a lot, a but... lot of guys transferring. Dejuan Gordon's one of those that comes to mind. And uh, basically, the last two years have been a brand new team. Um, okay. Um, I, I, I don't know if I have anything else to say. I, I think I spoke my piece. Um, we'll get more I mean, into it. You know, you know, but it's. I just think. What, how do I say this? Bruce is a very, he's, he's kind of like we've stated, he's a tease. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's always been a tease. Like, holy crap, we won the Big 12 championship. He's... Oh, how, how do we go 11 and 21 the year after? You know, I thought we were literally like 25 and nine the year before. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's a whole 100% 360. A turn of emotions from year to year for him. He's a he's a pretty girl at the bar that leads you on, and then uh, and then leaves you for some other guy. Or <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That was part probably a poor analogy. You, ta- but... you talk you talked for the whole night. You're getting along, and then yeah, and then in the you're end, you're going great. Yeah, <laughs> it's um, yeah. So so K State obviously losing Mark Smith and Mike McGurl, and hats off to Mike McGurl for dealing with all like the freaking roller coaster of the last five years, you know, um, he'd been playing since 2017. He, he played on since the elite eight team. Mm-hmm. He was a freshman that year. And this was his fifth year and final year. And um, again, the players, the players love Bruce and he was a good guy. And it just, I don't think in the end, the end of the day, and I don't know whether it was recruiting and or the practice. Maybe the game, poor, he's 65. Or, maybe the game just got away from him. Well, and the game has changed. The game has yeah. changed so much. And mm-hmm. I just don't think he ever adapted to it. Um, he was a poor recruiter for big guys. I can't yeah. think of one big guy that he recruited that was an elite big guy. DJ uh, Johnson, mate. Uh, that, that wasn't his guy. Oh, well, wasn't D- his guy. D- yes, yes. D- well, Is no, it? it wasn't his guy. It was Frank Martin. That was Frank Martin's guy. You sure? It was. Thought... It was. Yes, it was. Frank huh? uh, DJ was the last of uh, – uh, correct me if I'm wrong – but as far as as far as I remember, he was he was uh, he was a freshman on that. Um, well, Frick. Well, he was probably recruited by Frank, but never played played for Frank. So that that's probably more plausible than anything. But I mean, think of all the big guys that we had. I mean, that was one of our biggest thorns on our side this year was big guys. We got out rebounded by every single team this year. But in I, w- twelve. I will say, Bruce Weber. Great defense of mind. Yes, absolutely. Yes, great. His, it, I mean, his defenses are out are always outstanding. <laughs> okay. Well, and then, and then that's something that he was he was definitely well known for was, of course, we didn't have the most talented teams in the Big Twelve, but we had definitely had the most scrappy teams in the world in the Big They're 12. tough. They're always it, tough. And I, I probably didn't give us as much credit as I should have throughout the season as for being tough. And I know I probably tweeted out a, pu- a couple times that the big men not being tough enough. But Mark Smith, six four, one of the toughest guys I've ever seen play. Nigel Pack at being six foot knows how to create a shot. I mean, frick, he would went after rebounds. The same with Mike McGurl and and Marquis Noel was was uh, averaging like five steals a game. What felt like, I mean, they they knew how to play defense. And their best when they were playing at their best was in transition scoring layups and hats off to the team this year. They had a really good year at the free throw line. One of the best I've ever seen. So, um, okay. Well, we can conclude it here or we can say nice things about Bruce. <laughs> I don't know. Great. Great. Even being, uh, I hope the, I hope his old Emma mater Milwaukee. I, I thought they were looking for a coach. A lot of people are talking. He can get back to his coaching, go back to Milwaukee. 
Because he he's a great X's and O's. Well, he's a great, here, here's the thing. Yeah. I don't think I don't think he's done. No, he's <laughs> not. He says he says he's done and wants to be a father, grandfather, and what have you. But um, I, I genuinely don't think he's done coaching. No. I think he wants to. I think he wants to go wherever somebody needs him, and and I'll by all means do it, man. I mean, if that might, I mean, basketball was made. He had a really tough job with K State. He did. He truly, like he said, it's a great job. It's a hard job at K State. It truly is, and. Granted, from a from an outsider's perspective, we we obviously think he could have done a better job winning more games. But at the end of the day, I mean, it's hard it's hard to compete with, and, and even football struggles with this is recruiting um, guys outside the state. Well, it's kind of hilarious. Well, Barry Brown was from Florida, McGurl from Connecticut, um, some guys from Texas. But it's like it, it's the, the idea of Manhattan not being a, near a major airport is is what is what. Uh, deters them from coming to k-state i guess um which is okay <laughs> which is which is weird to think about it but it's true i mean yeah why do, you, why do you think ku gets these major recruits all the time well they're right next to kci they're a suburb of kc yeah <laughs> like, they, i mean they are they truly are yeah so it's but uh yeah. i want to tell yeah. you something because bruce weber had a point there's a lot of negativity no it's okay yes i did want to touch on this go ahead go ahead go ahead yeah. There's a lot of negativity, and that hurts recruiting. And that's why he never, like, reported his recruits to, like, our Twitter or whatever. I can't remember what he said. But no, he I said know. that's why he never shared recruits. And Because there's a lot of – not all, there's a few bad apples that make the whole K-State fan base look bad, mm-hmm. especially on Twitter. I could actually name a few, but I'm not going to. Right. Um, that it's all negative, and – they never even gave Bruce Weber a chance from the start. And I feel like as a fan, you want your coach to succeed. So your team succeeds in which yeah. I feel like we were fair to Bruce Weber the whole we, season. We were saying that all year. Yeah. Like we would, we would bitch because you know, we're going to bitch. Yeah. All right. Yeah. But we would always say, follow up with, we want our team to win. We want our team to succeed. We said that. we want Weber to succeed. Yeah. And I feel like what makes me nervous is with Bruce Weber going out if K-State doesn't get the right 100% hire, a.k.a. Brad Underwood, it's going to go back to where it was. The fan base is going to be torn, and they're not going to give the next guy a chance at all. That's true. And, and, I, and yeah, quite yeah. frankly, I don't, I don't, and I, I know you might be on the other side of the fence here, but I don't think it's going to happen. No, I don't. I, I genuinely I'd don't like think to think it happened because he always says he thinks K-State is his dream job, but he's built something in Illinois. But I feel like, there's gonna be that few that group of people. If it's not Brad Underwood, it's no, it's not. It yeah. can't be any. It's not. It can't be anybody. Therefore, on social media, and social media is a great outreach. It's gonna split the fan base again. Yeah. And I'm just gonna say, whoever it is, no matter what, whoever it is, let's give them a chance. Like we, like a lot of people didn't for Bruce Weber. What's What's crazy is I feel like the K State basketball fans on Twitter, at least, and I know Twitter is a very toxic place, and it's really just a cesspool of bullshit. But yeah. <laughs> but uh, people see it. People see it, and it's part of our culture now. It really is, and it uh, pains me to say that, but it is. Um, uh, I feel like the football fans on twitter aren't as much like that and i think it's because we've seen more success on for footballs you know for the last couple of yeah. years yeah and i think i think part of that's because bruce uh not bruce uh bill bill snyder is like <laughs> he's like you know grandpa how you you don't want to swear around your grandparents right? mm-hmm. yeah he's like, you guys better can behave otherwise you know yeah you still want to disappoint them but but going back to your point about the people on twitter um and i i went back through our twitter today and you know i, I tried to get a gauge of how we how we handled things this year and i feel like we could have obviously there we 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 were twitter people we were bitching yeah but but i think we did a good job at not really telling people that they were just awful you know like not coming out and saying you're just a you know we we, never we tried our best to bring out the best in all of our players we minus a couple you know yeah we never wanted Bruce Weber to fail like a lot of people did. Well, here's the thing. We never we never actually came out and said, we want Bruce gone. We want to fire Bruce. Yeah. We, we commentated on the people that saying that they wanted him fired, but we never specifically said we wanted him gone. And yeah. I want to say that as far as, you know, our platform, I mean, the lack of room, that's what we are. And that represents both of us, obviously. 
and it obviously me a little bit more than you because it's my name. Yeah. But, but again, if you're on Twitter, you don't come after people. You know, of course we did it. <laughs> of course we did a little bit in the in the football season. We we weren't Messingham gone, and that finally happened. Um, I think we could do a little better about those kind of things. Um, more so commentary on the good things than the bad. Um, however, you, for people on Twitter, especially during this basketball season where it was a rocky season, you don't you don't just come out and tell people like, you know, what you know what you truly think about them. Like, don't come after their personality or their intelligence or their you know the ability to play the game because again we're fans. Yeah, and and. All those guys out there could probably kick your ass <laughs> at basketball, honest, you know, look, at sports. I think, I think it does, those few bad apples on Twitter, like, you don't think, like, it affects, like, recruiting? It does. They're, yeah, they, recruit, they see that. They're going to see that. I mean, 18-year-old kids, they're on Twitter all – I mean, obviously, more than we are because they're younger. They're raised more around it. But we need to do better as a whole as a fan base because yes. let's just get – no matter what, who we hire, I don't care who it is, we have to be behind them 100% this time. Because it, it's just like anything. You want your team to win. You want your team to succeed. If yeah. that's your coach, then all right, get behind him. And, you know, if he does some good things, if he, you know, teaches the game the right way, teaches them how to be men, how to be, you know, have good morals outside of basketball to present themselves as, as quality human beings, then let's get behind that person. Let's not berate them. Let's not tear them down. Let's not make their job harder. It's already yeah. a hard job. Yeah. And, and, if, and at the end of the day, it's a game. It's just a game. Yeah. And I'm already, I'm already seeing people on Twitter because I'm obviously we're on it a lot because of our podcast. But right. people, people, some people, the few bad apples, and again, I won't say names. I think even Josh Klein knows who I'm talking about because he's, he's big into that stuff. Um, and people are like, who, who, what North Dakota State person is Gene Tanner going to bring in? Like, you can't just start making assumptions now. Like, I guarantee, like, this is dumb. First of all, Chris Kleiman, I think, I think he's earned his way to the Division One. I. I mean, he's won. Oh, absolutely, yeah. But like, Gene Tay, I don't think Gene Tay is going to go that route. But like, that's already a lot of those few bad apples. Oh, we're just going to hire some person on North Coast State. Like, you don't. Need, first of all, you're not even in the office. You probably no. don't even know. You probably never even been to Manhattan in your life. <laughs> Number two, like, right. Just, just, just stop. Just so we need to support. The next person, no exactly. matter who it is. Yes, I agree. And uh, and I, I really don't know how you know who's going to coach next, or I mean, really, what they're even looking for. Shane Southall, Brad Underwood, whatever. But like you said, we need to support them. We need to get behind them. We got to be, you know, our job as fans. Of course, we 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 think we <laughs> we think we add more than we do. I mean, we're just we're literally just commentary in the background. We're just background noise. We really are, and we do this for fun. But like. Our job is to show up to the games, cheer on our team, you know, cheer on, cheer on our players and to, uh, I don't know, just have fun with the game. I mean, again, at the end of the day, it's a game. And um, did you listen to Gene Taylor's press conference today? About the yeah, he, he, he made some good. He made K-State's, some good K-State's an attractable job with the rich history. Like he mm. even, he, he even hinted that he already got a few phone calls from coaches agents wanting to like nice. apply for it. Right. So like, we're not like, let's just support. And here's here's the thing and i may have said a comment about gene taylor and I, I said i don't know if he's doing a good enough job or not he okay let me retract that statement and say he is doing a, as as well as he could be with all the other things that he's had to deal with with hiring new coaches with having to build the new you know athletic sports complex, facilities sports facilities um and then just dealing with all the you know i bet you he's getting messages up the ass with you know this the basketball season of course and of course men's basketball is not the only sport. I mean, women's basketball is still playing. Obviously he, you know, let's give some credit to them. I mean, let's, let's, let's take all of our focus. Let's take all this negative energy. Let's get that out of there from men's basketball. The season's over. Let's move forward. Let's take all that and we'll replace it with let's focus on the women's team. Let's, let's cheer them on. And obviously they're a really good team. Let's push them, you know, forward in the big 12 tournament. I think they won yesterday, if I'm not mistaken. If they've well, shoot, have they even played yet? I'm not not been a good fan for them. <laughs> but well, let's, let's... Yeah, Bruce Weber kind of took over. I haven't seen yeah, one exactly. thing about Kate Demons basketball. So let's and take... before we end that, I'm gonna say Gene Taylor hopes to make a hire by the final four. So that's pretty that's probably within yep. a month. Yep. So good and the, and the, awesome. the sooner we can get a good hire, the sooner he can get a you know accumulated. Uh, 
And I, I will say, let's take a chance. That Shane Southwell, I think he's young. He's with the game. He, he's young enough to evolve with the game. Why not? Right. I think he's the best. Uh, from my perspective, I think he's the best hire because he's already in the system. The guys know him. I think that also will help with guys transferring, guys coming in. Um, and he plays with Frank Ambrose. Yes. So um, he knows the system. He knows the fans. That'd be a good hire. But again, we'll see what happens. Hopefully, hopefully, uh, hopefully, K State basketball will, next year about this time we'll be talking about uh, NCAA tournament. We can look back on this podcast and be like, "That was a good podcast." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but so, I guess that's that's really all I have to say. Um, congrats again, Bruce, for you know a hell of a career, whether he is done or not. Thanks um, for all you did, man. We yeah. really do appreciate. The we do. I mean, I said it multiple times on the, throughout this episode. Appreciate the Big Twelve championships, the Elite Eight run. Beating, I'm gonna miss saying Bruce ball That was awesome. I know, honestly, yeah. That, <laughs> I, I just, I'm gonna miss all the memes and the fun faces he used to make and the funny comments and the the Pete the Cat and uh, the bamboo and the, the the good little metaphors that he used to create. So, mm-hmm. um, moving moving forward, I guess let's go ahead and calm down a bit. Uh, I feel big... way better, though. <laughs> I do, I do. <laughs> hey, all you sports and health nerds out there. It's Jacob here. If you are having trouble finding an exercise routine, trying to find a good diet plan, or just looking to change things up, might I suggest checking out 8minutefitness.com. There are multiple articles to click on to meet your health and exercise needs. Learn about basic exercises for beginners. Read about the best green superfood and also the best sports drinks to order at a gas station. Even exercises for fishermen trying to perfect their casts, and much more. From experts to beginners, 8-Minute Fitness is for you. The Big 12 tournament is happening right now, and a stunner. Oklahoma beat Baylor. Oklahoma beat Baylor. That's ginormous. That might put Baylor or Oklahoma into the tournament. That'd be huge. Um, what else is going on? Let's click on this. Uh, scores. Oh, I'm so excited that baseball is starting up again. <laughs> like, like honestly, when we lost last night, it was almost like a sigh of relief. Just, all right, I don't have to worry about this anymore, you know? <laughs> Okay, um, Oklahoma beat Baylor. KU beat West Virginia by 24. My goodness. And TCU beat Texas. Holy crap. So two two ginormous upsets in the Big 12 tournament. And then Iowa State and Texas Tech uh, will – they just started. So – Do um, you um, – yeah, did you see Bob Huggins got ejected? He did? No, I, yeah. I haven't watched any – I haven't watched any games today. I haven't had time. That was yeah. a blowout. Holy crap. 41 to 19 in the first half. That's insane. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it looks like um, KU will face off against um, what, TCU? Yeah. And then Baylor will play the winner of Oklahoma State. Or, sorry. In Oklahoma. <laughs> oh, what did I say? Baylor? Yeah. O- Oklahoma will play the winner of Iowa State and Texas Tech. I believe so. Okay. Well, quite the episode, Matt. What do you think? Should we keep going or should we call it? I think <laughs> we're good. I think this is a Bruce was Bruce Weber episode. Cause I kind of want to get my opinion out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was a great episode. So next <laughs> week we'll be talking some, Hopefully a lot about baseball, maybe some spring football because there yeah. have been some position changes. So, we're we're gonna yeah. we're gonna have to figure out what we're gonna talk about moving forward. Uh, pro- probably a lot of spring football and football in upcoming season, and then probably transition into a lot of baseball. So looking forward on the big on on, on the on the lecker room. You can tell I've been talking a lot. I'm starting to slur my words a little bit. Um, have you been drinking tonight, sir? No, I, I have not. Actually. <laughs> I have not. Uh, moving forward, we're gonna, probably going to transition back into a little bit of baseball podcast. The lockout did end, so 
baseball on April 7th will be opening day for Major League. They're going to kick up spring training here in a week or so. And we'll we'll start a little analysis about the Royals maybe some. Maybe get another guy on here and talk some baseball so Matt doesn't have to uh, work too hard on that. But, you know, we'll, we'll get you we'll get you into it. No, I, no, I, I was uh, I was actually studying today. I'm like, absolutely the the national league got to designate hitting so that that's yeah that's pretty cool yep so we'll cover all that and it's only spring training right now so we'll we have time to talk about the new rules the new stuff that they agreed on in the and the lockout and uh k uh, K state baseball so they they were supposed to play this weekend nebraska they did a good day huge win last night against nebraska i mean that's twice we beat them this year beat them in basketball too uh earlier this season so Love beating Nebraska. And then uh, they were supposed to play this weekend. Um, I can't remember the team who they were supposed to play, but I think the series got shifted around because of uh, snow or impending weather. So um, we'll see. Probably probably have to play that one by ear. Um, But yeah, the podcast moving forward. Maybe we'll come out with a new new logo one of these days i'm, I'm really want to update it so it's more like popping out on the screen we need when to, we post i think it, we, we need to do some more trivia that was, that was some fun times yeah and, yeah, and we'll just we'll just get back into like the the, <laughs> the, the original you know, uh format of the podcast we'll get trivia going top fives blanket and quilt news uh, other sports you know and uh obviously let us know on twitter or um, if you want to, if you want to come on here, let us know. Yeah, absolutely. We'll talk about, you know, give us a topic to talk about, talk about and, and, uh, also follow us at the Lecker room and, uh, yeah, <laughs> a lot, a lot going on, um, on the, on the Lecker room. And, uh, I'm happy that we got to post twice this week, made up for that one that we missed a couple weeks ago. So, um, and I hope you guys enjoyed listening to us this week, uh, uh, looks like a lot of you guys we see the views on on the platform that we use we see the we see the views and we're appreciative that you guys were excited to have an episode on a tuesday night wednesday morning so thanks for tuning into that episode it was a very exciting day in the nfl landscape and um yeah i think i'm i think i'm dragging this out a little bit what do you think Matt? <laughs> i just want to say thank you bruce weber you're one of a kind guy um you brought two rings to the K-State fit to two banners and uh, hope all is, goes well, but uh, it's time to move on and get maybe some young blood in there and go cats. Yep. Future. The future is bright. Go cats. Absolutely. Ema baby. Um, and that's going to wrap it up for the locker room. My name is Jacob. His name is Matt and have a wonderful Friday morning in the year 2022. See you guys later. This has been the Lecca Room Sports Media Podcast. Thank you for listening.